You're listening to The Forum Daily. Welcome to The Forum Daily. It is Monday, April the 27th. My name is Luke Betger, and with me here is Brandon Richardson. We are two of the four lead pastors at Slate Church, and we want to extend a huge hello, good morning, happy beginning of the week to you. Hope you're doing well. I'm doing well. How are you, Brandon? Yeah, I'm doing good. It's uh, It looks nice outside. Man, it's a beautiful day. Yeah. I think we should every- probably give weather updates every day. Yeah. You know, I think people really are tuning into us for hard-hitting news, quality journalism, and definitely <sighs> not least of all, weather. So weather. Uh, what's the weather in Coburg today? <laughs> all right. I'm looking at the window here. <laughs> It is, uh, it is slightly overcast. Okay. Uh, partially sunny. Right. With a slight chill in the air. Okay. And likely a cool four degrees. <laughs> Beautiful. What's the expected high for today based on what you can see? Based on what I can see, the expected high is going to be Eight degrees. Eight degrees. And the wind is moving at five kilometers per hour. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the humidity? <laughs> humidity uh, is at is at 10%. Would that be the worst superpower to get ever? Like, you know, you're lined up and everybody reaches into a hat to pull out a superpower. <laughs> and the person in front of you gets the ability to fly. Somebody else gets like laser eyes. And you get ability to know exactly what the weather is just by looking outside. Like humidity, barometric pressure, all of those things. It's all stage of life, I think, you know. If, uh, you're right. <laughs> if you're my grandparents, I mean, you are, uh, you're the best. <laughs> that is the ultimate grandparent superpower. That's a good yeah, point, I mean, man. They, they don't even have to catch the five o'clock news at all. You know, it's just, uh, <laughs> hey, I just gained an hour of my life. That's actually, I never thought about it that way. I think that is a great half cu- cup, half full view of life. You're so right about that. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it kind of sucks for about 60 years, but then, yeah. uh, you know, get into your later years and you go, oh man, I'm saving some time every yeah. day on my, my fellow. Uh, it starts to get really good at about over 60. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I, I think that's totally true. Um, what superpower What's, would you take if you if you could have only one? I was just going to ask you. Yeah, um, if I could just have one. Oh man, that's a that's a good question. I think you know I go through the options in my head. What I want to run real fast. I mean, that's good for uh, yeah for some stuff. But yeah. I think like flying is like the universal like. I agree. I think it's got to be. Hey. Yeah, because I mean, you run, but sometimes you're going to need to fly, and. Uh, yeah. You can fly to get anywhere fast. This Although is always diff- my problem with uh, comic books and superhero movies. And uh, <laughs> this is not something I'm super well versed in. So I bet there's a lot of comic book people listening who could dismantle my arguments easily. Sure. But can it, like, I mean, you've got Superman. Okay. This is DC World, which I don't like as much as Marvel World. I know that that much. Okay. You've got Superman 
who's yeah. literally like an alien like uh god right yes. he's like yes. indestructible he can fly he can survive in space faster than a speeding bullet and then you've got like batman and it's yeah. at the end of the day he's got all these cool gadgets but he's like he's a human so i feel like uh if superman wanted to he just flies him up into space and leaves him there and uh that's the end of the fight so i agree anyway. i uh I don't know. I don't know how you can put those people in the same universe and there'd be a real fight. What would be your top superhero power that is sort of your, um, um, your not your typical superhero power? So what I mean is, it's not going to save the world, but it's yeah. going to make your life and perhaps the life of your like immediate circle a little bit better. What would that be? All right. I just said the first thing that came into my head: uh, okay. the the ability to uh read and retain oh. and read retain and uh re like recall information uh really yeah. quickly that is that, a superpower that, that'd be mine absolutely yeah well I, that's I way better than what i thought of yeah well what did you think of I thought wouldn't it be cool to be able to brew coffee out of your hand? <laughs> just like psh, you know, just hold your hand up over a cup and just like that sucks compared to what you said. <laughs> okay, well, if we're going in that direction, uh, I think that I think that I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to pick something different. No, I think yours was way better because you would just be way smarter. You would be, uh, you know, well read, educated all of these different types of things. And I would just be over in the corner, just like shooting uh, lattes out of my hand, you know, brewing, brewing my coffee while I'm reading. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that would suck. So welcome to Luke's coffee shop. Okay. How awesome would this be? A coffee shop where the espresso machine uh, is, it's still an espresso machine, but it's designed as a robot that has two hands and where the espresso comes out of the machine, it's the robot's hands that shoot it into the cup. And then it takes that hand and hands the coffee to you. I'm in support of this idea. Coffee shops are sleeping on this idea. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know the good idea they can have. No, uh, coffee shops in our area. Call me. Uh, let's collaborate. Uh, we can <laughs> we can figure out a way to make that work. This is a tech city. We got lots happening here, so we can figure something out. I'm sure. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you got to think in in the post COVID world. Uh, yep. This is this is you know, squirt uh, comes out the coffee, picks yep. up the coffee cup, passes it yep. to you, immediately disinfected. Immediately, no, no human interaction. Yeah, that's nice actually. Yeah, I mean, it's I, safe. I like that. It's safe. This morning, I was really craving the ability to go to a cafe, perhaps more than I have yeah. yet in this whole yeah. COVID season, and uh, yeah, I, mi I miss that ability. As much as it's nice to, you know, just grab a coffee at home and some breakfast, sometimes on, you know, certain days for me, especially on a Monday morning, nice and early, there's something about just going and, you know, getting into that cafe environment and sort of like uh, sinking into the anonymity of the coffee shop a little bit. And it's that feeling for, for, for me, certainly being an introvert, I know that you are as well. It's that feeling of I'm around people, but I'm still by myself. And that for me is like the ultimate blend of uh, feeling not like a lazy bum, um, but at the same time being recharged. 
around people. And so what, what do yeah, you think? Me. Like I, we both have made this comment as introverts, we're missing people. Right. And I mean, of course we are because introversion just means that we get re-energized having yeah. time to ourselves. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean that we always want to be by ourselves. Yeah. yeah. But that, that's where we draw our energy from apparently. So, um, what do you think? Right now, I'm missing people, and I think the same thing. Like, oh, I want to go to a cafe. And... Sure. Do you do you think you'll get to the, ca- the cafe the first day and be overwhelmed by the people <laughs> simply sitting at a table, not talking to anybody? <laughs> That's an interesting thought. Like, will will I just be socially overwhelmed? Although I haven't <laughs> talked to anybody, just like yes. absorbing people. <laughs> uh, I. Perhaps I will. Perhaps I'll be sitting there and I'll get really frustrated overhearing people's conversations. And maybe I'll, you know, I'll get upset and I'll get angry and I'll cause a scene and tell people to shut up. And it's all because I just, I'm so unconditioned when it comes to my ability to just filter out uh, background noise and overheard conversation. That might be a thing. I'm just saying, you know, when you said that, I'm like, yeah, I'm missing coffee shops too. And then I thought yeah. of being at a coffee shop and I started to get a little anxious. Yeah, a little anxiety ridden. It's just yeah. kind of, there's too much hustle bustle. There's so much going on that it's like, how, how, do, how do I navigate this? Meanwhile, there's like three old people like, you know, yeah. walking <laughs> yeah. by with their coffee. But it's like, oh, it's too much. It's too much. Yeah, just I don't stand know. Stand up in the middle be. of the coffee shop and yell, slow down. <laughs> Just freak out, throw the coffee on the floor. I think, uh, I think that there's, uh, there, there's lots of excuses for that type of behavior now because you can just be like, oh, I'm sorry. It's just, I've been cooped up so long, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so I think oh, you can totally. explain most things away with, uh, with, with that. So we'll yeah, see what happens if we get grace. back to coffee shops and people are just flipping out. the poor, poor introverts are just so nice usually sitting at tables all by themselves you know they're just sitting there they're just minding their own business usually they're they're, they're yeah. bookworms you know just minding yeah. their own business we're gonna have a lot of these kind of people just freaking out freaking out. a weird a, a weird thing happened to me uh at a coffee shop just before everything shut down and i got into the coffee shop and it was extremely busy on a Monday morning, more busy than ever. And I'm like, what is going on? Not a single table, like standing room only, people hovering around like vultures to see if somebody was gonna leave. I got up to the front and I asked the person working, what's going on here? Like, this is really weird. Normally there's just a handful of people. And they said that uh, this coffee shop is near a train that goes to Toronto. And they said, well, the train was canceled this morning. And so of course, everybody that would have been on the train, what are they gonna do? except go to the coffee shop and wait for the next train. And so I got my coffee and then I eyed somebody leaving a table and I'm like, okay, perfect. This person is leaving. I'm moving in. I moved it. Like, you know, she's, she stood up, was putting her coat on, was gathering her things about to leave. And so I went over and I said, um, uh, could I grab this table or, you know, are you, are you leaving? And she said, go ahead. You can sit down. And then she proceeded not to leave at that moment. Uh, so she she was leaving, but it wasn't for like another 10 minutes that she was leaving. 
And so very awkwardly, I sat at this table <laughs> with her the whole time. And oh, I'm like, gosh. okay, what happens here? Do we make small talk? Do I introduce myself? Because that's not what I want to do this morning, early in the no. morning. I want to no. just, you know, bury my head in a book or something like that. And and that's it. But I don't want to be rude. This person was so nice to do this. And it was very strange. And then to make matters way worse, and I texted you about this when it happened. Or not well, okay. So then what happened was uh, I got up to go use the bathroom. The place is so full, it's packed with people, and I'm sitting at the table with this person. And so I get up to go to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom, I come out of the bathroom, and when I walk back out into the restaurant, the entire place totally deserted. <laughs> Not a single person in the entire cafe, including the person that I was sitting at the table with, everybody is gone. And you got you to gotta think, it goes from being standing room only, people everywhere, to not a soul in this place. And I thought I was like either Jesus came back and I didn't go or uh, I was being punked or something. I didn't know what happened. It like it was kind of unnerving. Um, but it turns out the next train arrived and everybody <laughs> booked it to that train. I don't know, to get the best seats or whatever, like as fast as you could imagine. But man, it was like it was the weirdest experience ever. What, what an odd experience. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it just reminds me of, uh, you know, the idea that we all live in a simulation and exactly cr yeah. crane theory, you know, crane theory. Oh, man. And, crane theory uh, goes very, very deep, very deep. And, in fact, uh, listeners, we, it's something that you don't should know, be, um, should be aware of. Yeah. Well, Brandon actually, uh, he actually has a uh, like a degree. He, he took university courses on crane theory. And I know. <laughs> That he's uh, he's published a few peer-reviewed articles about this, and um, he's actually one of the leading experts on crane theory uh, in Canada. But I, he's climbing in the world ranks. It's a pretty cool thing, Brandon. You know, because of your expertise, <laughs> could you explain crane theory to us in you know just a paragraph or so? Sure. Uh, we'll start with a disclaimer that both Luke and I are <laughs> are certainly not conspiracy theorists. <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> this is a big but there is one conspiracy we can't shake. <laughs> it just so happens we came up with it uh it's ironic that we came up with it yet uh we're not the world leading experts in it but anyway. <laughs> that's right yes some other people took interest in it and wrote better articles <laughs> right. and stuff um yeah we're uh we're we're leading experts but not world leading experts you know and yeah. um you know, this is the kind of thing that, uh, you know, that guy, he goes to universities and, and he puts up a desk and he says, you know, this is a statement, change my yeah. mind. Yeah. Well, this is kind of a change our mind kind of statement. Sure. Um, yeah. We're willing to be swayed, the but just nobody's been able to do it. That... Exactly. Exactly. So here's the statement. Uh, crane theory states, uh, cranes just exist. They are yeah. not built. Yeah. Have you ever seen, I mean, I, I've already asked you this. You've asked me this. We, I mean, we're in this together. Uh, never yeah. seen a crane being built in my life. Me neither. And by yeah. crane, we're talking about the cranes using construction here. Not to be uh, confused with the birds. We have exactly. nothing against cranes, the birds. No. You would not That's believe. A different the, theory. You would not believe the lobbyist groups that we have coming after us 
we believe the birds exist, okay? That's not the thing. But exactly as you said, Brandon, we have never seen a crane constructed. And the next problem never. is, what do you need to construct a crane? Well, isn't that ironic? You need another crane. So how was the first crane actually created then? Yeah, Ex explain it to me. Explain it. I mean, they just, one day you're just walking along, boop, 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 boop. Yep. you know, you're just walking your normal route and all of a sudden, boom, crane. There's a crane there. Where'd it come from? You didn't, where did it, you can't just put that up in the, in, in the, in the dark at night. No, it, it's not it, happening. I mean, it, never happening. No, it's, it's not happening. And, and part B of crane theory, of course, is have you ever seen a crane really in operation? And the answer is probably no. Every now and then, somebody sends in a blurry photograph of a crane that looks like it's half-lifted something in the air. The photograph is blurry at best. It's a shoddy Photoshop job at worst. We've seen it all, folks. Don't send us the pictures anymore. Rarely, never, do you see a crane actually doing what cranes do. And so the theory is this. Number one, they just exist. We don't know what they're from. Number two, we don't know what they actually do. They hide out on construction sites and makes us want to, it tries to tell us that it's building buildings. That's not happening. We know that that's not yeah. happening. So what is it actually? We don't know. Yeah, you can help us. Uh, you can help us solve this. This is why uh, some other people are world leading experts. They take the theory and they they develop right. it. You know, so yeah, you're uh, welcome to join us. <laughs> you're you're very welcome to join us. If you think that you can prove us wrong, you probably can't. So email us at we don't want to hear about it at slatechurch.com, <laughs> and, uh, and we will uh, li listen to. Email us at. This automatically forwards to the trash at slaychurch.com, <laughs> and uh, we will not listen to it. There you have Anyways. it, folks. Crane theory. Crane theory. Now you know your experts right along with us. So, <laughs> congratulations on your degree from crane theory school this morning. Well done. <laughs> well done. There's no homework. There's no assignments. There's no exams. Uh, we are an accredited institution, so we will be issuing you your, uh, you know, certificates of competency around brain <laughs> theory. Um, yeah, that's all. Well, you know what? We're going to wrap up this morning. Um, this has been a fun way to start the week. And for you listening, hopefully you've thought so too. If not, why don't you email us at we don't want to hear about it at slaychurch.com <laughs> and uh, we'll be sure to get back to you. But um, but no, in all seriousness, uh, sometimes it's just fun to talk about some random stuff. It's fun. I mean, this is, uh, again, we, we talk about serious stuff. We talk about not serious stuff. We love yep. this. And uh, hopefully it's bringing some joy to your COVID season. Yeah. Uh, if you want some serious stuff, join us Friday. We're going to be talking about mere Christianity. Mere Christianity this Friday. Um, what are we reading to, Brandon? I don't believe that we ever said that. Do you have the book handy? I, uh, I, I don't actually, um, no, me neither. Uh, okay. Hold on. You know what? The, uh, the great thing though, about Scribd is, uh, yeah, is you can just pull it up real fast. And, uh, Hey, for those of you that don't know where to get the book, maybe you don't have a, uh, Scribd, uh, subscription or anything like that. 
the book is only 99 cents in at least the Apple uh, iTunes bookstore. So 99 cents, that is one of the best 99 cents that you will spend. And so you yes. can get it there. Yeah, so we, um, I mean, it, it all depends on, because all of the books, I mean, they're all formatted differently, but all the chapters are the same. And yep. so if we go to the very beginning of the book, here we go. Well, we can uh, we can just kind of break it down into the books. Um, I like Four that. books. And the last book is definitely the longest. But uh, we could just read book one for Friday. Let's do that. That sounds like an awesome start. Yeah. So cool. book one, Right and Wrong as a Clue to the Meaning of the Universe. This is oh, honestly one of the best uh, sections of a book I've ever read in my life. Yep. I totally agree. Let's go for it. Awesome. So book one for this Friday, that'll be a great conversation. Looking forward to that. Thank you for tuning in today. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Make sure you share this, rate us in the iTunes store and uh, tell your friends about it. If they just need a laugh uh, during their lunch break today or whatever else during uh, the dinner hour or even this evening as they're drifting off to sleep, let them know to listen. Uh, but thank you guys so much and we will see you tomorrow. Have a great rest of the day. Thanks for listening to the Forum Daily. Don't forget to check out Slate Church on our website at slatechurch.com and be sure to follow us on social media, on Instagram and on Facebook as well for all the updates that you need to know.